Hey, y'all. Welcome to Latte and Laundry. I'm Suzanne Bilodeau, and I am so honored to be with you here as we navigate motherhood, wifehood, sisterhood, and everything in between. This is a podcast for my fellow imperfect people who want to grow in greater communion with our most perfect God. So join me and my friends as we laugh, cry, dive deep, and explore with one another as we journey towards stilling our souls while moving our world. We're back. <laughs> it's Sarah. Uh-huh. In case you have not been journeying along with us all summer long. Um, my name is Sarah. This is Sarah Hunter, <laughs> who has been my co-host this summer as we've been diving into this book study, I Believe in Love. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you haven't been journeying along with us, I suggest going back. Go back. Many a week's Suzanne back. Suzanne was real clever on this one. Yeah, you this know. This was a real good choice there, Suzanne. <gasps> thanks, thanks, Sarah. It's um, like you. It's like you pray. It's all. It's, it's like God was talking to oh, you. Oh, it's so something. wild. <laughs> um, have you ever thought of praying? You're you know, really... I might, I might take it up. <laughs> I might take it up. Um, so the episode, the first episode where I just introed what the the book was going to be about, is called "I Believe in Love," and it's like ten or eleven episodes back. So mm. if you haven't been journeying along with us. Start back there. Grab yourself a copy of the book. And if, if you haven't had a copy of the book, that's fine. It's it's still we dive in pretty deep. Um, but if you don't have a copy book and you haven't read it yet, I highly suggest it. It's such a beautiful read. Even if you don't listen to the episode. Crazy good. This book is so good. Yeah. So much to underline, highlight, scribble under yeah. all, all the above. And if those things like make you happy, this thing will be your jam. Totally your jam. Because you can do a lot in the margins oh, of this book. Oh, yeah. So uh, I'm really sad to say we're wrapping it up. Yeah. It's been so fun it with you here, Sarah. Wild. Thank you so much. It's been so good for my heart and such a blessing to me. To I've read this, but thinking about it mm. deeply and sharing it is mm. is you know even just thinking about you know what we're going to discuss or get into, it has brought things deeper into my heart in a different way. And so now I'm you really know why I do this. this because that Absolutely. is precisely like when I took, I took a break, um, for a few months, uh, like last November and December. And when I kicked it up again in January, I was said to my husband, I was like, I forgot why I do this. Like, I, I mean, again, God, if you bless people with it, great, but like, it's so good for my soul to pray, to reflect on these things, to Mm -hmm. dive deep, to do a little research sometimes here and there and just to learn things and just like journey with him. It hits your heart differently to the the lines that have come out to me at different mm-hmm. times. I mean, scripture and gospel readings mm-hmm. will do the same thing. Yeah. Great homilies and speakers will do the same thing. But it just seems like consistently every chapter in multiple places is just hitting your heart with these with these beautiful truths you do need on repeat. Repeat and repeat and repeat. <laughs> Thank and goodness. Repeat. I know. And um, so this is the last... Um, the last chapter. Which we agree it should be a book. Uh, it's, it, I, well, I said, I'm like, the chapter is called Jesus, Mary, and the Saints, which could be its own entire book. <laughs> so we're going to, we're probably going to make, wrap this chapter up pretty, pretty briefly. Um, and if you want to dive deeper into some of his stuff, um, go into the chapter. But we just wanted to touch on it a little bit before we close out for the summer. And I'm going to open us up with a Bible verse that it might have been one of the ones for the other chapters. But, mm-hmm. um, it's a, it's a important one that we, we, um, we hear a lot, which is Matthew eleven twenty eight. It says, come to me, all who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
Here we go. Jesus, mm-hmm. Mary, and the saints. Um, and the one thing I wanted to point out was where he talks about on page 257, this one paragraph where he wants to, says he would like to present to you in a few words five of the most beautiful jewels in the heart of Mary. Her simplicity, her abandonment, her love for the cross, her thirst for souls, and her love. And I feel like, again, that right there should be its own book. Right? Boom. Just so, Mary's way. Yes, completely. Right? Completely. Well, I mean, there's like some meditation that he goes into at the beginning here. Um, you could meditate upon these jewels for so long. And I mean, parts of it, like the abandonment, the love of the cross, um, these are parts of his conference that are actual chunks. Um, but we need to turn these little grains of sand over mm. in our own hearts till they're pearls. You know, like this this is the work of life and it was just who she is. Like what a blessing. And, and in an amazing way, I know this is a devotion back to like falling in love with Jesus more deeply, but you can't help but be more in love with Mary mm-hmm. from this whole uh-huh. devotion from all of these conferences. And like to see how many times St. Therese's little way is the way of Mary. You're like, oh, that's beautiful. Mm. Um, so I've, I was really blessed as a child that um, my parish uh, revived uh, the devotion to Mary with the children of Mary. And so we were in a, a monthly group that met with her. But um, I just had this blessing that, that not only was I in this group, I was like lock, stock, and barrel, like, yeah, she is my mom in heaven, and I love Ooh. that idea. I love that I have this perfect mother to pray to and to crown and to adore, and she was my model of femininity and who mm. I wanted to be as a mom, right? And so I remember being pregnant, my first pregnancy going through um, Christmas, heavily pregnant. I was due at the beginning of January and feeling so humbled that I could experience the season with her with her and understand her in a different way mm. um it's so funny because I literally this morning was having a conversation with my kids we're going through some um stuff with American history and we got into St. Juan Diego uh-huh. and I loved I love like testing my kids in these little ways we are sitting around eating a snack and I said to my three-year-olds and I feel like she almost like looks at me like quiz- inquisitively like, am I saying the right answer? But I'm like, uh, Colette, is is Mary your mama? And she's like, yes. <laughs> and I was like, is she Noah's mama? Mm-hmm. She's like, yes. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, is she my mama? She's like, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, whose mama is? She's like, everybody's. And I'm like, so sweet. And is she perfect mama or does she make mistakes like I make mistakes as your mama she's like oh no she's perfect and I'm like mm. uh-huh. just perfect she's just perfect and mm-hmm. I just to be honest that's such consolation to my mama heart right for for not only do I pray to her to help um, intercede on my behalf of my mama heart to help fill in the gaps and have mm-hmm. Christ work right 
um, to fill in all the gaps that I, I leave wide open for my kiddos, <laughs> but just that I can turn their hearts to her. Yes. That I'm like, at the end of the day, I don't give a rat's behind to be quite frank, whether they give any honor to right. me or, or mom did and, right. and dad did. I mean, yeah, that's great. I, I love my kids. So I want them to feel loved by me and right. enjoyed by me and right, right. all that stuff. Yeah. But at the end of the day. If they go to Mary, if you're they not go mad. to Mary, I'm, I ain't mad about it. <laughs> or if they go, you know, Mary and yes. Jesus, you know, it's like what I when I go to my rosary, I ask Mary all the time for her that her to intercede for their little hearts. Like I'm like, I don't really care That's about so all the details. If you could just have them seek, know, right. and love your son, and spend yes. this life glorifying him, so they could spend the next with him in eternity in heaven. If you could, if you could work could that you out, Mary, that? Mary, if you could work that out, if you could, <laughs> could you talk to your son and work that out? All will be well. Please, I don't Thank need you. the rest. Like, yes, I do get caught up in the rest because I think there's this, to be honest, from, um, I think a lot of places in me comes from this place of fear mm-hmm. that I do worry about the rest, whether it's, uh, this kid's struggling with this relationship with this person, or this mm-hmm. one worries about this, or I don't know what this one's going to mm-hmm. do when they're older. I worry about that stuff, but it's not actually because of these practical reasons. It's because there's this deep hidden fear and lack of trust that if all those things will happen, maybe they won't no Mary and Jesus. Right. Maybe they won't have There's that profound... so much pressure that we could put on ourselves yes. in so many different so ways. Many, so many ways. But again, it's that it's whole huge. like her witness of that abandonment. Right. Of like, okay. All will be well. All will be well. Yes. And I've entrusted my family, my my husband and my children to her. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you're the perfect mother. I've entrusted yes. them to you. I need to trust that Christ left you to us. Yeah, That you my mama who loves them more than I do even like, yeah, are gonna, I forgot that part. I mean, I just never really dwelled on it. It's earlier in the book where <clears throat> father John points that out, that when, when Christ ascended, Mary stayed mm. and she was here and there were no words from her. She was the strength of the disciples. Mm. And I was like, I really just wanted to ponder over uh, that idea of her being there without him and how mm. she was always so natural in her role of what was expected of her. And she did so, so quietly. I was just going to say, and what a what, what perfect fit for her to be in this book based on the teachings of St. Therese. Because the it's way. the little way. It's that mm-hmm. quiet. It's the way that she pondered all these things in her heart. Mm-hmm. Right? It's It's just that beautiful witness of... I mean, look what Mary knew was going to happen. And maybe she didn't know to the level of detail of what was going to happen, but she knew it was going to happen. And we don't hear her roaring and fighting. Well, she says two things, like two of the deepest things that she says. For all generations, they will call me blessed. Mm. Make me the handmaid of the Lord. Mm. Be it done to me according to thy will. Like on one hand, she's like the handmaid the lowliest, like, I will be your hands and feet. I will bear you. I will serve you. I, she is the perfect example of that humility. And she knows in that moment, it just wrecks me. This is what will be blessed for all generations. Mm. And that's it. And then she stops, right? She doesn't go on to explain or give the daily practicals or the pointers or how to decorate your house and make a more loving table. You know, she just does it Mm. (laughs) and putting her heart in the servitude of God and constantly doing his will. And it only could have been to the most humble of all humble souls. 
yes. to be the mother of Christ himself. Yes. Could you imagine? Oh. I'd like to pretend like I could have ever no, taken on that road, like but I would like, part. Oh, do you know who my baby is? Yeah. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know. Oh, I'm sorry. You, you must not have heard. No. Uh, he's perfect. Oh, you ran out of wine? Not a problem. <laughs> I have a son that can handle these things. Like it would what probably. What else can you yeah, do? No, no, backflip. No. <laughs> yeah. No, no, not like that. Higher. You yeah. could do that better. <laughs> yes. yes. You're so funny. No, honestly. But okay, before we all go like, oh, this is so hard. She was all love because she was all pure. Mm. How beautiful in our faith that we have. <gasps> Mary. I'm just, Mary's my girl. Mary is my home girl. Like, I'm not the type, but... I would have like a full tattoo sleeve of her because <laughs> she's she's it for me. Hmm. Um, I love when they talk about the rosary. Mm-hmm. And it says that little Therese said that each Hail Mary goes up mm-hmm. toward heaven like incense whose smoking spirals are all alike. Although it is always new incense which burns. Love always says the same things yet never repeats itself. Mm. That's cool. Come on. So I was touched by this. I'm, I'm reading it along. And I think this is why we like partake in these mysteries of the rosary, why we constantly pray in adoration. She is such a mystery. She's mm. such a thing to behold. Like how could we keep on pouring out love and say something new every time? Mm. Um, St. Thomas of Villanova says that two loves existed in Mary the love of Jesus and the love of men. Mm. And I was really, this was a new thought for me, like taking this on. And if you put yourself in, you know, like parallel to her, if you compare, believe it or not, folks, if you compare yourself to Mary, you're going to find this hard to do. (laughs) (laughs) The people who were killing her son, she loved so deeply. Mm. Right. And the reason why she would suffer, she loved Mm. her heart as the mother of men prevailed she loved men so much that she delivered up her only son for them Mm. in a certain manner the words of scripture apply also to her for God so loved the world that he has given his only beloved son Mm. like okay God I could see how you're capable of that but ask a mother to give her son oh gosh so the fact that her deep, deep love for him and for men, for all of us, is equally strong blows my mind. I think that was just a something I wanted to sit with for longer, mm-hmm. and I hope I keep coming back to because um, it helps frame mm-hmm. my my heart. Amen. And I remember one time really wrestling with and struggling with. Um, I don't even remember what it was about, but I was, I was praying through something to do with one of my kids and really feeling the heaviness of it. And I remember looking up at Mary. There was just like an image of her when I was at adoration one day sitting with Jesus. And I remember looking at Mary and being like, man, like I know you suffered. I was struggling. And I was like, I know you suffered like beyond anything any mom will ever know. But I'm like, but you had the knowledge to know that wasn't the end, like that Mm. he was going to rise again. Like, and I remember feeling frustrated and then it like hit me like a ton of bricks and I'm like, oh gosh, yeah, but I have that, my own knowledge mm. that death is not the end for my own kids. And I mean, mm. I probably will never watch them go through anything like Christ went through, but I'm like, 
I can handle all they're carrying because mm-hmm. this isn't the end of the story. This is just, just the beginning. Right. And then their story goes on forever with him for eternity, right? Yes. Like we believe yeah. that that is going to be God willing. That is going to be it. It's going to be it. So then it was like, a, oh, right. No, okay, but Mary. it's like that ability to prioritize. Like I really love thinking about even that idea. Priority. What is our mm. one single? Hers was always clear. Mm. Hers never wavered, right? And um, even in raising him, didn't didn't take her off the track of what this all was about. Mm. And I love like thinking through that Mary's apostolate is really like fighting for souls. Like yes. she is a fear, ferocious fighter. Yeah. Like, I mean, all the Marian apparitions. Yes. All, I mean, she desires so much to bring her children to be with her son and our heavenly father forever. Yes. And I love, I mean, this is the total difference of like viewing the church as obligation versus viewing it in love. Mary's point is not to tell us what to do. Mm-mm. This is where, like, as a mom, you know this. You're like, oh, oh no, I gave you those directions because I love you, mm-hmm. like, deeply love you. I, in, in the more dangerous the situation, the more like serious I'm going to be about my directions for you. Like, yeah. And so I think of those apparitions in that way of like, this isn't, this isn't a high horse of like, do these things. This is. I love you so much. I want you to be loved by my son in heaven and there is nothing better than it. So please listen to me. Mm, <laughs> like, yes. oh, okay. Right. Yes. It totally changes like something that you have to do is something you want to do, mm. desire to do and mm. be united to her. Mm. Um, I'm, so Mary, what else do we say? So Mary was perfect. <laughs> Mary's pretty perfect. Jesus, Mary, and the Thank saints. You. Oh, and oh, yeah, the same. Oh, yeah, them. <laughs> oh, the guy, <laughs> men and women who just were like, oh, you could kill me because I choose Jesus over anything else. Or uh, the woman who just trusted in His profound love for her and her mm-hmm. littleness, and went on to become. The greatest doctor of, of the doctor. church, yeah. Saint Therese, our, our, our her tiny elevator. Saint Therese. I think like that's good. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I, I want to like y'all know at this point that the, that this isn't going to be enough to even scratch the surface no. of of the saints, except that it's just another way to feel loved by Jesus. Mm. That this is a communion that we get. Mm. We get this beautiful bounty of all of these souls that we can relate to and be inspired by and learn from so deeply um it just blows my mind the rip the like the treasure chest of Mm. of what we've got Mm. right love it um so i think i want to wrap up this whole series and this challenge by really challenging um my listeners if you're not in the practice of journaling I want to like put out this challenge of sitting down pen and paper and journaling and talking to Jesus about something that really poked your heart in this book, Mm. whether it's growing in trust for him, being able to abandon yourself to him, um, whether it's not even knowing what he is desiring for you as your apostolate here on this earth, right? Or, or whatever it may be, um, to just journal and see 
the movements of the Holy Spirit as you have this conversation with our Lord, because I think sometimes putting pen to paper, mm-hmm. our mind moves in ways we don't even, don't even mm-hmm. know. And there's so much in this book. You could probably journal an entire book yourself <laughs> of thoughts mm-hmm. and prayers, mm-hmm. but just to start there, skim through the book. What are the chapters of the conferences that really like moved your heart the most here and journal it. And then maybe suggest coming back to this book in a year or two and see if he moves you in, in new and profound profound ways awesome so. oh sarah i'm like okay this has been so fun <laughs> it has been it's been it's a real been treat a gift. and uh, we will be praying for you thank um, you listeners thank i would you. just ask that you you uh, join me in praying for sarah who will be welcoming a baby in september baby number thank eight. you and um, so. i will take all of the prayers yeah i'm so, <laughs> so 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 excited to meet this new little one um but thank you all for um journeying along with us and i will uh, be catching up with you more this fall so take care everybody god bless